We talk about Splatoon Battle Royale. Is that a thing? No. No. We've actually... I think we've actually we, posed that Can we once. talk about how we just passed up the golden opportunity of gaslighting Rob? <laughs> 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 we, we totally could have made a thing of it a thing. Like, we we could have <laughs> just gone with it. Rob would have been like, whoa. Why didn't we? <laughs> I'm tired enough to believe that right now. All right. Listen, I, we're talking just, about we're talking about Splatoon Battle Royale. Let's go. I'm gonna All right. Open a game. Nope, we're we're doing Splatoon Battle Royale. And next week we'll be like, sorry for that Lady April Fool's joke. Listen, I'm gonna name this episode Splatoon Battle Royale. And you're not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast about two 20-somethings talking all things Nintendo and video games. Matt, how are you doing today? I am pretty okay. Pretty okay? Thank you. Okay. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It's just good? Um, I'm studying at least three hours a night now on top of everything else. Boo. No, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm learning a lot of... I haven't done, like, algebra since, like, high school. So now I'm looking at what? I, I just... You don't do algebra for a living. Don't even try to tell no, me No, but you use it. <laughs> I use it. I mean, it. I use, like, I use very light algebra, but I don't, I don't do... Oh, okay. Well, that's different. You know, all this crazy shit saying, he's asking saying, me to do. I, I don't do algebra, and I don't do complex algebra. That, right. Okay. No, I'm okay. just, I like, was I'm like, learning all this like, complex algebra. Like, you're in business. You Whoa. use algebra, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, you use very simple algebra <laughs> okay, okay. in day-to-day things. Okay, that's, that's why I got nervous. But, I mean, I don't know, it's just... It's the complexity of it. That it's yeah, like, I'm sure. Oh, God, I gotta remember how to do this. Oof. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, see, for me today at work, uh, everyone who took vacation time because busy season was over is finally back. And everybody wanted me to do stuff for them today. It was lots of fun. Lots of fun. Because today is actually, uh, it's kind of an exciting day. We are switching officially our recording day for the Pink Gold Peeps. As you know, if you listen, usually we record on a Thursday or a Friday, and now we are switching to Tuesday. So I have to kind of rework my schedule a little bit at work to make sure I can get out at 5, you know, and get here so we can record the podcast. But uh, you're going to notice this week that we're going to have a little bit less news because our last week's episode was recorded on a Friday, and this is only, what, four days Tuesday, later? Tuesday, yeah, yeah. It was like three days later. So it's going to be a little light on the news, but it's going to be, uh, it's still not going to be light on content, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> because if there's one thing you and I know how to do, it's how to pad out an entire episode. Sure. Matt, let's talk about Starlink. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, so Matt, what have you been playing? Um, I finished Mech... X... Extermination Force? Extermination Force, that's the name of the game. I only know because every time I look on my Switch, I'm like, oh, Matt's playing that game, and I finally remember what the name was. Um, I, like, I didn't realize it when I was playing, but it only took me, it took me, like, less than five hours to beat the whole game. Really? But it was a lot of fun. That's good. Uh, the level that I made you play, literally the hardest level in the game. Really? Like, without a doubt, that was the hardest level in the that game. It was fun, though. I did mm-hmm. appreciate it. How much is that game? I don't remember. Oh. I think a little less than 20. Oh, okay. Mm, then I'm less interested. I think it was worth it, though. 
It was a it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, but it's I think short, I'm, but it's a lot of fun. I think I'd want to pick up Cuphead first. I know it's not much longer, but I no I, Cuphead's decently longer. I'd say I heard ten hours, give or take. Uh, it depends on if you suck. Well, ten hours then. <laughs> um, yeah, probably about ten hours. I don't. I know people. Yeah. I know people. It takes varying times. I'm sure um, if you're used to that running gun, I'm sure it takes less. If you're used to it, um, I know one one person I know it took like 21 hours to beat Cuphead. Really? Uh, when it when it first came out. Okay. But um, yeah. So it, I mean, it just depends on who you are. It's not an easy game. No, it's not. Uh, Mech Termination Force is definitely an easier game. It does. So the thing about Mech Termination Force is at the the end of the game, the very last level, it's made by the same people who make Gum and Clive. Okay. Which I, I also really like those games. Yeah. But Gum and Clive, both one and two, do this thing where the end of the game turns into almost a totally different game. Okay. And so, like, the final boss, instead of being a test of, like, everything you've learned in the game this far, it's more of a learn this totally new thing and then do it. Okay. Like, in this one fight of the game. And Max Termination Force does the exact same thing. Okay. And I'm like, that's a little bit of a bummer. Especially because, like... The, there's the level that I made you fight, there's this level where you fight a snake floating in the air. Yeah. Lava snake. That is probably the hardest level in the game, but the final boss fight in Extermination Force is the most frustrating part of the game. Okay. Just because, like, the controls are very loose, and it's just like, it's a, the thing you have to control in the final fight is very annoying to control. Okay. And it just turns into, like, a bullet hell game. And it's, like, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Because you've lost that good, clean control. Right, you, loo- you lose a good, clean control, and you lose a lot of the stuff the game was trying... Like, it's... Last episode, I compared it to Cuphead a lot. Now, I would compare it more to Shadow of the... You know Shadow of the Colossus, I right? do know the game. I would compare it more to Shadow of the Colossus, but on a 2D plane, and with a gun. Okay. That's... I, I think it's closer to that than it is Cuphead, even though I'm stretching it a lot. Mm-hmm. But... It's, like, because a lot of the levels, you're fighting these, like, larger-than-life robots, and you're blowing up parts of them so you can climb up them. And it's a platformer as much as it is a boss fight. Okay. Because you're climbing it to find the next hit-me-here button. Yeah. And then you're hitting that, and then something else will blow up on the robot, and you got to figure out how to platform up that, and then shoot that one. Okay. And a lot, like, a lot of the boss fights are like that, and those were my favorite part of the game. Because they weren't necessarily challenging, but they were just fun to just, like, kind of piece together. Yeah, almost. it's a good experience. Right. Um, it's like that one guy from, uh, is it Mario Galaxy 2 with the giant walking mech that you have to fight? Yes. Yeah. It's like that. Like, it's not super difficult, but... But it's fun. But it's fun. Cl- climbing giant things is fun. Listen, it's, I- it's just that, like, um, um, David and the Goliath? Is it, yeah, the story? It's, it's David and the Goliath, right? I, I think it's just Goliath. I don't think it's the Goliath. No, because... The Goliath is like if he David was a wrestler. Yeah, you're right. It's like, and right. coming in, that's 645 pounds and 25 feet tall. It's the Goliath. <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Next punch-out game, right? The final boss is the biblical Goliath. Biblical Goliath? <laughs> I love it. Did you see that Mike Tyson on Twitter the other day was all upset? Yeah. So they're making a punch-out like... game without him? I'm like... He's getting upset because they're re-releasing the punch on the NES that didn't have him in it, which came out like what three or four years after the original. Yes, Mike Tyson. I where have you been? Was, I think he thought they were just making a new game, but they've made like four since he was in it, and he was probably that mad then, but he didn't have Twitter to complain <laughs> on. True. Um. <laughs> but, anyway, 
So I played a lot of Extermination Force. Great. Um, I also have Hob. Do you think that Mike Tyson knows that Little Mac is in Smash and he isn't? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, but I would love to write him a letter and ask him. Be like, Mike Tyson, just so you know, that little jerk who beats you up in Punch-Out is in Super Smash Brothers and you ain't. And he would respond, I beat him up. Not the other way around. Uh-huh. Um, okay, go ahead. Hob? Ha, I'm playing Hob right now. I've played a bit more than two hours. Probably a bit more than that. I've, I've played a good chunk of it. Okay. It is very unique. Yeah, I would say it's unique. Unique, It is okay. an adventure game. It's it's a Zelda-like. Yeah, you had said that to me earlier. It is week. definitely a Zelda-like where it's... um. God. All right, all right. Final answer. It's like a combination between Journey and... A Zelda-like. And a Zelda-like. And a Zelda-like. Because it's there's no there's no speaking, they, okay. don't, they don't speak English. There's no yeah, subtitles there's no sound, or anything. Right? There's no talking. I mean, there's sound in the game. There's yeah, no, like no sound from the characters. They grunt. Okay. Um, and there's something off in the distance where they're trying to reach. It's it's a long journey between you and your friend, as at least that's what it seems like. Okay. And um, you're trying to figure out how to get there, and there's all these puzzles in the environment. You have to figure out and you have to think through like there was this one big section of the environment that i just did which was um it was very kind of like electro-y there were all these like tesla coils and stuff around and like you had to figure out how to manipulate things and turn on and off the electricity yada 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 mm-hmm. and it was <clears throat> a really cool puzzly kind of thing to go through and it was almost like a dungeon in zelda if you like would go in the dungeon and then go out of the dungeon and do things in the world to affect the dungeon. Okay. So it's like the overworld is part of the dungeon itself. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. And it, it was just really neat. Hmm. Um, there's, like, light combat in the game where, I mean, like, combat is in, like, the same kind of way there's combat in, like, Ocarina of Time almost, where it's like you, you press the button and you swing the sword. You swing you swing the thing. You swing the... Yeah, you I've heard, I've the, heard the combat in this game isn't really... It's It's focus no it's really not okay it's it's there you hit things and you dodge around things that are trying to hit you okay and that's it um one thing that's cool is like you die you just come back to a checkpoint like instantly that's good and it's like you don't really die all that often but when you do it 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 doesn't impede anything like everything that you exactly where you were when you died like all the progress is still there like you don't have to redo anything it's just like that's smart and it's like it's just nice um but I, I don't really know if I can say anything else about the game because it's it's very pretty. I really like the art. Okay. Um, it's just fun to roam around in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I've been playing Cuphead. Yeah, I saw that. Because it's on Switch now, and I have beaten the first two bosses okay. again, and I beat the first running gun level. Uh, and it is... Um, I'm a lot rustier at Cuphead than I thought I'd be. Oh, yeah? Because I'm like... It's been a while, and also because Mech Extermination Force is, like, kind of the same, but not at all. So you've learned a little bit differently than you should have? Because, like, n- not even that, but, like, you know that thing where it's, like, you're playing Pokémon, and then you stop playing Pokémon, and you go to Smash, and then you're playing Smash, like, like you play Pokémon? Yeah. The, the same thing is happening. And it's just, like, really annoying, because, like, in Mech Extermination Force, there's no dash, right? But in Cuphead, the dash is super important, right? In Cuphead, right? if you're not dashing, you're gonna die. Yeah. In Mech Extermination Force, there's a double jump, right? There's no double there's jump. There's no double jump in Cuphead. Um, and there's, there's, like, there's all these things where I'm like, I'm playing it like I was playing Extermination Force for five hours, and I'm like, no, stop doing that. You know what I mean? 
because I keep dying like really stupidly. I'm like, I, I know how to do this. You know what I mean? Um, but it is, it runs like a dream. Yeah, it's I heard beautiful. it's, I heard it's really good it, for it. It runs really well. I thought the, the load times were going to be bad, but they're not. Oh, cool. Like, I don't, I don't know why I was expecting bad load time. I, I think I saw a, um, comparison video between the Switch and the Xbox One S. Uh-huh. I, I originally played the game on a base Xbox, like a, like a day one Just Xbox. Just Xbox One? Yeah. You didn't play it on day one Xbox. A day one Xbox One. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right. I want to watch someone play Cuphead on an Xbox. I, I think the listeners, I think they, I think they figured. Oh, it out. I know they did. They're smart people. I'm just being a jerk. All right. Um, but anyway, it was like it was pretty much the same, okay. more or less the same. Um, yeah, I mean it's just the same game that I know and love. Okay. I've seen a lot of people lately, just like since it's been ported to Switch, I've seen a lot of people complain about how challenging the game is, and I'm like. Yeah. I mean, people... It's hard. Yeah, it's like, we... It's it's known for being not an easy game. I mean, the same thing with Hollow Knight. Like, Hollow Knight's not supposed to be, like, an easy, easy game. No, I think the... I think the difficulty density in Cuphead's probably bigger, where, like, right. Hollow Knight's more of a ramp. And near the end, you're like, how am I supposed to have done this from the beginning like, of the game, as opposed to Cuphead, where I feel like the, 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 the ceiling... The ceiling maybe isn't as big... Right. As the beginning from Hollow Knight to the end of Hollow Knight, but it just starts a lot higher. I'm uh, like I'm, I'm not trying to knock people who are like the game's hard because like I get it. The game I is mean, hard. like <laughs> I was I I got fed up with War Group because I'm like I, I just don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I totally get it. Someone plays Cuphead and like I just don't want to do this. Yeah. Like I, I I understand. Um, but I like personally Cuphead is the kind of challenging that I really like because mm-hmm. like every level is difficult and every level is harder than the one that came before it yeah and you're like i don't like i got through the last level by the skin of my teeth i don't know how i'm gonna do this you know what i mean and eventually you just keep trying and trying and trying and you do it yeah and it's like a boss fight takes like five minutes at most yeah i've heard the boss fights are short if you win (laughs) if you win they're short and you just got to keep hitting the boss yeah um but i feel like i also like these ones because they're more uh, I guess, I don't want to say they're more bound by rules, but the fact that this is a 2D running gun allows it less, less margin for I made a mistake that I wasn't expecting than like a game like Dark Souls or something like that. Because like, I'm not into games like Dark Souls, right. but I'm, I want to try a game like Cuphead because I'm like, listen, there's two dimensions and I know stupid things can still happen, but like, I can't go at an 11 o'clock as opposed to a 10 o'clock and die because of it. Right, well... I, I did see one argument about that, about someone who favored Dark Souls over something like Cuphead. Really? Because they were like, well, in um, in Dark Souls, there's more room for experimenting. You know, I can vary up every run a lot. Like, you have more different ways you can go about a run in Dark Souls than you, than you could in Cuphead. I because agree with that. You're, you're in two dimensions, and there's so, only so many things you can do. Yes. In Dark Souls, you have a bunch of different weapons. You have a bunch of different spells sometimes. Yeah. And you, you, there's just more things that you can try out. Yeah, and I guess that's a personal preference. For me, I'd rather say, you know, I more expect... I, I, know, I know more so going into a boss what to expect and how I should be approaching a boss as opposed to there's lots of options to beat this boss in different ways, but it could do some weird stuff and I have more margin for error. 
just because there's more options, you know, there of are, how to play. There are loadouts, though, in Cuphead. Yes, I, I, and I know that. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of different weapons. You do have a bunch some customizations. Yeah, and there's, a, there's, like, charms and stuff and buffs. Um, but, well, I was going to say something else. Um, shoot, I had, like, two more points about Cuphead that I wanted to make. Well, I'm excited to try Cuphead for the first time because I've never actually played the game. I know you've played it. This is, you said you're rusty because this is you coming back to the game. Right, yeah, this is my second time. Like, it's coming back to me. Um, the, like, the first boss fight in the game is against this, like, blue blob thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this thing's like a joke. Like, I remember after Alex and I had beaten the whole game, we were like, let's go back to the first boss and just, like, see. Wail like, on him. Like, yeah, we were like, let's just see how much better we've gotten. You know what I mean? And we went back and we, like, it, like, it was like, what? Like, did that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but now I did it. I was like, oh, I died. <laughs> I was like, wow, I just feel bad about myself now. Huh? Um, I remember. Oh, you do. There is a simple mode in Cuphead. But I've heard you can't actually beat the game that way, right? So you, the whole plot of the game is the devil forces you to go collect his contracts. Yeah. Um, when you play simple versus normal, you cannot obtain a contract. You okay. can beat the boss, but even if you beat the boss, you will not get the contract. Okay. Um. So you can fight all the bosses right. except for the last boss. You can, I mean, I believe you, no, there's, there is no simple mode for the devil. Yeah, because I was going to say, you can't, you can't beat the game in simple mode, I know. Right. But you can still play all the bosses and experience, you know, 95% of the game. Well, no, because you can't move on. So the, the oh, game so is. Oh, you can, you can fight. The, the bosses, but you can't move, like, on the map until you've beaten the, the boss? The game is broken up into three islands. Okay. And you can f- free roam on the island while you're on it. But to get through the island, um, there's, like, a grunt there who's like, let me see the contracts. And you have to give him all the contracts from Island 1 to move on Island 2. Oh, and you have to give okay. him all the contracts from Island 2 to move on Island 3. Um... So you do have to beat them on the regular difficulty right, you, in order to proceed. You do have to beat everything on the regular difficulty to move on. Okay. So some people are like, well, you can play it. And I, I agree with this. You can play it on simple and like see what kind of attacks. Yeah, it's like a training mode. Bosses can do. Exactly. And I mean, it's a, a training more light. Like you're not as likely to die. Yeah. Um, another thing that some people find frustrating about Cuphead is that there is a random element to the boss fights. Well, yeah. Which is that it's um, what attack bosses will we'll use next. next is random. Yeah, I mean, that's I feel like that's the case for most bosses. Yes, I mean, Taboo is. did that in Smash Raw. I'll tell you that. His eighth move was always the same, but that bastard had way too many attacks. Right, but... <laughs> but yeah, it's the, the but random that, element. But that makes... wasn't made to be cribblingly difficult like Cuphead is. You know On I mean? super hard he was, but that's okay, not Okay, but that's because you're playing super hard. Yes, that's my own fault. I understand that. <laughs> um, But... But, I mean, like, and there were times when I played it on the Xbox where I was like, oh, like, come on. Like, there's certain bosses where, like, if they do two attacks back-to-back, because it's random, they do two attacks. Certain bosses, if they do two attacks, like, two specific attacks back-to-back, you're like, I'm gonna get hit. Like, there's no way. Because, like, one attack puts you in a position where the next attack is just gonna hit you, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm like... Oh, now I'm screwed. Yeah, well, I feel like for all choreographed bosses in any game, that's always a problem, quote-unquote. Right. There, There is a nice thing about Cuphead, though, is that you can always, like, literally pause the game and click restart. Yeah. And, like, in, like, a millisecond, you're back at the beginning of the fight. Yeah. And I, I really like that. And I think for a game that's primarily a boss rush, having non, you know, 
choreographed boss battles is better. Yes. You know, because, I mean, bringing up, you know, Smash Smash Brawl, what I, I used to do, I used to play the ultimate, the mass, the, the highest difficulty boss battles and do the boss, which, you know, you can't die. And you go through. But it's like if, if every boss started the exact same way and had the same attacks, that would be... It, yeah, I feel like no, would, I totally agree. Then it's actually just memorization. There's no, yes. you know, skill exactly. acquired or anything like that. You just need to know when to move and when to not move. And I, I think, as much as I'm like, you know, well, the simple mode, you know, covers it to teach you how to play the basics. I think I'd be more okay with the simple mode saying to people, oh, just play on simple mode if you're not, you know, necessarily doing great right. time. If there was some, you know, either like a cheat code or something like that that says, oh, unlock all the islands. Like, maybe you can't fight, maybe you can't fight the devil, but you can play on simple mode and go throughout all the yeah, islands. Yeah, or just, like, make an easy mode. Yeah. I, I think... I think for the people who, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are like, yeah, it shouldn't have an easy mode, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's like, if you could just say, put on simple mode, you can't fight the last boss if you can go through all the islands. That is like, that's a big debate right now about like... Because Sekiro's doing it too. Sekiro, uh, Sekiro does not have an easy mode. Yeah. And everyone's... And that that was like kind of what sparked it almost, I feel. Yeah. You know, man. Because every, what? You cheated not only the game, but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many of those memes on my phone right now that I can show you because oh I think God. it is the funniest thing. <laughs> but I, I like, I get it. I I get how people want an easy, especially people who are not like more experienced in playing video games or like from software games. In the case of Sekiro, where they're like, I want to experience, easy, I want to experience the whole game, and I just can't do it like this. Yeah, I mean that's part of the thing. Like I've heard that Dark Souls has some really interesting lore. You know, there's there's visuals in the game that are stunning and beautiful and really intricately designed boss monsters just to look at. Mm -hmm. But I've played Dark Souls and I'm like, I don't have the patience for this. It's not like, oh, I'm not good enough to play Dark Souls. No, I could I could play Dark Souls, but well, I, mean, I don't I have that whole thing, like, I'm not good enough. It's just a fallacy to begin with. Like, yeah, it's You like, are, have, you just don't want to put... You don't have the You time. don't have the patience or the time. And I get that. Like, I stopped playing Wargroup because I'm like, I want to spend my time doing something else. Yeah, and it's like, well, yes, we can be at diff different skill levels. You know, for me, I didn't struggle as much with Wargroup just because I've spent, you know, let's say... 400 hours in turn-based grid-style right, strategic exactly. RPGs. So, yeah, if you decide to say, look, I'm going to play Wargroup for another 20 hours and I'm going to get to the end of this game, you'd, you'd do it. I know you could. You know, people right, improve. Exactly. But for some people, it's like, I don't... I want to experience the game, and yeah, I work a full-time job, you know? I don't want to say, I'm going to beat this game that, you know, if I, if I was as good as I was going to be at the beginning of the game, this game would take me 30 hours to beat. I don't want right. to spend eighty hours playing a thirty-hour game. I feel like I I just think the the debate about accessibility is it time is almost more of a factor in it yeah. than anything else, Unless, except for people who are like disabled, like people who are physically who unable are, fi are physically unable to play a video game. Yeah, and like that sucks. But I believe it was I believe it was Microsoft who was making um, the disability controller. Disability controller. I think that's awesome. Well, yeah, no, and the best part is, is that it works with the Switch. Yeah, you plug I know. it in, it just works. Mm -hmm. Like Nintendo hasn't said anything about it, and they haven't. Like someone's like, "Wow, there's like a thing in here that if you plug this in, it will just work." Nintendo hasn't patched it out. You know, they're just like, "Okay, just it works." Right. It's almost as though they did it on purpose, and they're just smiling and saying nothing. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think that's great. You know, the games, you know, for someone says, oh, game of the year, if Sekiro wins game of the year, I'd be like, wow, that's cool. That's a game of the year that I'll never play. Right. Because I just don't have the interest. You know, I heard that, I no, I haven't played it, but I've heard Celeste is really good about that, where it gives you options to make the game easier, but it doesn't well, necessarily there, throw them on there you. There is an easy mode. Yeah. And you, like, if you 
mash the button through the the opening menu of the game, you wouldn't even know it. Yep. Because like it's just like it's just assist mode. That's what it's called. It's there, but it like the game like if you play on the regular difficulty and you die a lot, it never goes. Hey, would you like to try the assist mode? It like it never does that. It's just right there on the menu if you want it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, as much as some people like to think, like, beating a game on a difficult thing is a badge of honor, yeah, sure, listen, listen, if I tell somebody that, you know, I, like I said, you know, I beat Super Smash Bros. Brawl, boss battles on the hardest difficulty, that's cool, but you know what, Matt, I feel like you can appreciate it more, because you could play the boss battles on easy and see all the bosses and be like, oh, and all right. of them are ten times harder? Okay, right. you know. Or it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you No, off. no, I'm gonna say, like, just... The idea that saying I don't even get to experience any part of the game because I'm not necessarily having the time commitment is is a bit of a bummer, mm -hmm. you know. And that's the only thing with Cuphead with simple because I wasn't sure how the simple mode actually worked. It's like ah, uh, I or, wish it kind of you know wrapped. Yeah, itself exactly. Around. Or I feel like with just with difficulty options, I tend to like want harder difficulty modes in game franchises that I know really well. So like, yeah, Uncharted. Um, by the time Uncharted 4 came out, I was like, I want the hardest difficulty right now. Yeah. Because I've, like, I know how to play Uncharted games, and I'm like, it's not that, you know, I would enjoy the game any less on easier difficulties, it's just that I love this series, and I want, like, I want the final entry in the series to feel like it's some big thing, so yeah, I want I wanna to feel, really I want to feel the challenge that I did the first time I played it. Right, exactly. You know, when I played Wind Waker HD, I was like, Master Mode, let's go, because I played Wind Waker umpteen thousand times. Although, know? I guess I guess Uncharted was a bad example, because when I played Uncharted 4 for the first time, I wanted I wanted to play on the normal difficulty, because sometimes Uncharted games are really cheap with their difficulty, uh -huh. and they're more story-based, so I just wanted to Yeah, you want to experience but, it. Anyway, like, Kingdom Hearts 3's Critical Mode drops... You found a way, didn't you? Drops tonight at 10 o'clock. Uh -huh. I'm very excited because on um, Proud Mode, which was the hard game that the game launched with, yeah. I died maybe four times. And I was like, all right, I've played God knows how many hours of Kingdom Hearts games in my life. That was very easy. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'd like, I'd like the big boss fight that culminated like 12 games. Like, I, I wanted to be really, really hard, and it wasn't really and hard. it wasn't hard. But, yeah, yeah. Having those options is always good. I mean, like, even for me, like, with playing Paper Mario 1000 Your Door with uh, with my girlfriend Sarah, you know, if you if you max out HP as your first, because, like, every level up, you start with 10 HP or 15 HP, 5 FP, and 3 badge. You can, you can just pump FP into Mario, and by the time you get to the third boss, you'll have 60 HP and nothing can kill you. Right. But... That's not, to me, that's not really the fun way to play. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my HP at, like, 15 until the end of the fourth world. And where I was like, okay, I have to start updating it right, because guy's yeah. doing seven damage. I really, like, I really like things like that where you can almost make the difficulty yourself. Yeah. Like, um, as, as much as I ended up not really loving the game, Travis Fix again does something like that where you can, you choose when you want your character, like, you um, bank experience points and you choose when you want to spend them yeah and, and you say you didn't have to choose spend when you them. actually want to level up and you don't have to spend yeah. them and on top of that you also have four or five difficulty options yeah xenoblade has a similar thing too where you get experience points not only beating bosses and doing quests but discovering areas but that experience isn't automatically applied you have to go to the inn click i want to use my experience right, yeah and use it I to remember level that. up or you could intentionally use less powerful blades yeah and you also have an option in you know bonus uh in, in other, like, in, like, New Game Plus, that you can actually pull experience from your characters and, like, bank it for later. Right. And, I mean, 
I guess like if we're if we're spinning it like that, there are abilities you unlock in Sekiro, mm-hmm. and you you could just not buy those abilities if you want to make the game. Yeah, but I feel like Sekiro's even the other harder. Way. Yeah, that's that's the other <laughs> way out. But um, its floor is too high, not its ceiling. Right. right. Um, anyway, I guess like what I'm trying to say about this is that options are always good, but also I think the developer should say I want my game to. I I think the developer should be able to say I want my game to be really really hard and like they have the right to do so. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. No. Like, it's like if From Software says I want to make only hard games, I'm not gonna be like From Software, you're wrong. That's their their intended vision. You know what I mean? Like that's the vision they want to execute. And yeah. they have all the power and all the right to do so. Yeah, and I don't think anyone should be yelling at From Software saying you're wrong, but also, I don't think From Software can be like, shut up when someone says, oh yeah, well, I, w- I would play your games if they had an easy mode. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, or you could say, like, um... They, I guess, like, there is nothing stopping them, like, saying, here's an, here's an easier mode, but it's intended to be played like this. You know what I mean? Like... Um, yeah, I mean, think about Nintendo like, is saying with um, the release of Breath of the Wild VR, they were like, "You can play the full game in VR, but we don't recommend it." Oh yeah, and I'm like, first of all, I'm gonna do it anyway. Second of all, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I mean, even playing like you know, I forgot uh, you know, there's games like like Halo. I think had this this. I think Doom had it too. Thinking back, where it's like. There's like easy, medium, hard, very hard, and on one of the difficulties says this was the uh, this was the mode the game was meant to be played. Like it says on there, like this is the difficulty. Yeah, we a recommend. lot of games do that, and I think that's enough. Like just do that and make hard the, the base yeah, that's, difficulty. That's the thing that you could definitely do, or um, not that not that Sekiro should do this or needs to do this if developers don't want it to. Um, but I do know there are games out there that kind of like scale themselves to like if. A game, certain games, I like. I, I just can't think of one other than um, Travis Strikes the Get off the top of my head right now. But certain games will scale to the player. Oh yeah. Like, um, if you if you're just getting your ass kicked, like a game will like kind of lighten it up and not even tell you. You know what I mean? Like, um, there are certain points in Travis Strikes Again, especially in like the mini games that it forces you to play, where it'll be like, all right, like so there um the racing mini game. Which I think is dumb. Like it's just dumb. I thought it was just bad. Um, where you had to press all these buttons in a certain order to be able to flip gears. Okay. And you had to move analog sticks. You know, press buttons, and it was like overly complicated. And I always screwed it up. And if you screwed up enough times, instead of having like all these different ways you gotta flick the analog stick, it'll just be a straight line eventually. <laughs> and I'll be like, here you go. You screwed it up so many times. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. No, I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I also don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, playing, like, a Mario game, dying five times, and seeing the little mushroom. That's right, like, I don't think so. Because you know. I remember like, playing 3D World with uh, my girlfriend at the time and getting stuck on a level because, you know, she kept jumping off and dying, and I was just not really paying attention. Right. And it was like, okay, you know what? I, I, I want to play the game. I don't want to be sitting here, you know, on one level for an hour, which I'd be okay with doing, but if I'm playing with somebody else, it's like, let's just take, take the thing... Go right, through and, and you'll play it later. With Super Mario 3D World, it allows you to finish the level and then proceed through the game. 
But if you want to 100% the game, you, you have to go can't back. Do that. You and, have to go back and do it without. Yeah, and even a more difficult game like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is a pretty difficult game. If you lose Fucking on a level so many times, no, if you lose on a level so many times, it says, "Do you want to skip this level?" Oh, you can that's come right. Back. That's right. And it will, you just go to the next level. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, you can't you can't beat the game without you know beating those other levels. Right. But I like that option. It's always a good option. Yes. Options are good. So anyway, Mike. What have you been playing? Oh, what have I been playing? Yes, what okay. have you been playing? Well, uh, in between uh, games of Splatoon, I have been getting back to uh, Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. I am about 11 or 12 hours in now. Uh, not too much further than we were last week, but I'm really enjoying the experience. Did Waka find the Keyblade yet? Waka does not find a Keyblade. <laughs> I played Blitzball, and I don't have to play Blitzball anymore. Which I talked about last week. What if I lied to you? I'd be sad. <laughs> well, like, I just got to like an emotional moment, and like Titus is like on a beach, and Sarah's sitting next to me, and she's like, Blitzball! And I was like, yeah. And then we're like in a really sad moment, I get to the save point, I was like, well, I can play Blitzball right now if you want. And she's like, no. No. <laughs> she's seen half a game of Blitzball played, and even she knows Blitzball's not for me. <laughs> but... I, I am really enjoying the experience. I've finally gotten to the point with, like, leveling guys up on my grid. Like, there's that sphere grid, which I talked about last week, which is about how you level up. You know, because you're not really leveling up. You're picking, you know, these orbs, spots that you're right. using to, you know, level up your characters in terms of, oh, fill in this orb, he gets two extra magic More or two extra attack. options. Yes, I could choose to just not level them up and make the game really difficult, yeah. but I'm not. <laughs> uh, but I finally got to the point where I'm having characters start to overlap, which I didn't realize would happen so early. Especially because I've heard in the there's two grid sphere grid systems and the more complex one, you sh- everyone starts closer, so you get more overlap earlier on. But I'm like, this is really cool because my my cat guy is now using black mage attacks while my black mage is learning much more powerful black mage attacks and like planning out everyone's like grand scheme of things route is really exciting. And I didn't realize I kind of thought everyone's going to be on their own path for a bit longer, and I'm very happy they're not. Which I think is really interesting. And overall, the game's just still a lot of fun. You know, it sometimes it's a little cheesy, and I keep having to tell myself, this was the first Final Fantasy game with voice acting, so, like, some of the, you know, some of the things that we read in Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy IX, which were cheesy, but we just didn't realize how cheesy they were unless we read them out loud, is a bit more apparent. Right. I call this the anime dub problem versus the anime sub problem like the voice lines sound a lot less cheesy when you're only reading them (laughs) well i feel like okay so there's this thing i say about kingdom hearts oh boy not to bring it back to kingdom hearts but it's you brought it back it's final fantasy so it's like this is the third time you've made a kingdom hearts reference second you asked me if walker got a keyblade (laughs) you're right all right anyway where like i because some people look at kingdom hearts and go matt this is just dumb and i'm like counter-argument. Kingdom Hearts is a cult. You either get it or you don't. My argument is always just, you know what? Yeah, the dialogue's cheesy and, like, kind of right, goofy. Right, exactly. It's just but like, you know what? Isn't that fun? Right. It's just like, you know, just, just like, go for it. You know, it's like, um, you know, some... There's that thing with movies called Suspension of Disbelief. Yeah, you just like, have to... Okay, sure. Just, like, yeah. just do that with the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you know what? If I was in this cool situation, I'd probably say something cheesy, too. Right. You know, I'd talk about hearts and feelings and feelings and hearts and friends and hearts exactly. and hearts. Or in the sense of Final Fantasy X, just all this anime junk. Yeah. Well, it's so funny to me because I'm like, I was, I was explaining to Sarah how, you know, where this lands and like, you know, Square Enix's wheelhouse. I'm like, okay, so they just 
made this game and Kingdom Hearts was just around here. So like this is right before they went full, you know, really, really right. like we can make detailed, goofy, ridiculous costumes before they like, you know, then they scaled back in Final Fantasy Fifteen and everyone's a beautiful boy with black clothes on. Yep. Like they hadn't they hadn't come full circle yet. This is like, you know, this is the grand crescendo of craziness. <laughs> to see it more like wet dream of crazy costumes yeah i wasn't sure how bad it was and then i saw lulu's character design i'm like wow that's way too many belts this is where it starts this is where it starts it i feel like it hits a crescendo right around kingdom hearts 2 era like the designs because that's right around when when they made that batman statue that you could get with all the extra belts and stuff have you seen that statue yes yeah i feel like that is that is the apex well you know who designed those i i know exactly my boy yeah but you know what? It's still fun. I mean, look, there's a game on here. This game right here, I'm not going to say the name of the game, Matt, because I don't want to spoil. This game ends with you fighting basically a god three times, and then you use him and your weapons, and you make a giant sword, and you save the world with your sword. Also, you get angel wings for some reason. This game made by Namco, so someone has a little bit of a... The people, the people who know what game I'm talking about know, like, oh, God, this. (laughs) It's an old game. But, yeah, you know what? But I still love it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, suspension of disbelief. It's important. Yes, the Batman statue. Matt's showing me the Batman statue. Like, I love this Batman statue. It's everything that was wrong with the design in in the best way. I'm not a Batman fan, but I like this Batman statue. I feel like you're not supposed to like the Batman statue. But, like, I could just see this as a secret boss in Kingdom Hearts. I like, feel like it's an artistic... Can you not? It's like It's like an artistic piece where you're, like, you're supposed to hate it. Like, that's the whole design. Have you seen the Joker? No, hold on, hold on. He's not as bad. I mean, He's not that bad. I mean, he's still bad, but he's not that bad. He's not as bad. How about that? Yeah, but anyway, fair. we're getting off topic. I enjoy Final Fantasy X. But you know what I also played is I've been... I went through... Last week I said this. I was downloading demos onto my Switch, and I downloaded the Box Boy and Box Girl demo, and I played it with my girlfriend. Oh. I didn't give this game enough credit. I thought it was really cute, and playing through it with her was a lot of fun, and I think we're going to buy it when, when the game actually comes out. No, no, they're cute games. Yeah. I didn't realize, so it looks like there's, so there's like three modes in the game. There's like just regular Box Boy, there's like the long Box Boy, like the rectangle Box Boy, and then there's Box Boy and Box Girl. Yes. And if you play it, you can actually play Box Boy and Box Girl alone. Like you don't necessarily have to yeah. have two people. It's a little sad, but you can if you want to. And playing it with another person is just a lot of fun because essentially, I mean, it's just the puzzle platformer when the whole concept of the game is you start a level, you can make X number of blocks and you push them, you know, they're attached to your body and then you throw them or you drop them. And you have to, you know, get to the end of the level with both your characters and there's a couple crowns you can get for like bonuses. And at the end of the level, you get scored on, you know, whether or not you got the crowns and how many boxes you used. And you can, after you've beaten a level, you can say, you know, gold or platinum gold silver but it's really just like one two and three how many boxes can i use before i you know go from platinum to gold right it's really simple i mean it's like the first eight levels are uh are on the demo for at least the co-op and it's just you know teaching just i mean even in those first eight levels the amount of customization you have you know saying okay think about it you know if you want to get up there you can Stack them in a... Hold on a sec. What? Okay, you're so... I'm sorry. Just like, the expression on Rob's oh. face. Like, Could you like, sigh a little bit louder, That was please. like, the like, 
Oh god. I almost threw my switch across the room. I'm sorry. Bringing it back. Box boy, Bring box girl. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, even just with this simple concept, it's like, okay, in this level, if you want to get that crown, you know, you try to make this, you could do, like, a one-two, you know, to make a little stairs, and then, you know, you can have the other person make the one-two-three, and you can walk up the steps. But if you want to get the gold, or the platinum, rather, you could just have them stand on top of you, and if you build up with your boxes, and they're standing on top of you, they just go higher. And you don't actually make the boxes, you could just have them attached to you, and then make them go away. Or in, like, one of the last levels... You have to, you know, one person has a five long box that they can make and the other person has a three long and you make, you make the floor with the five because there's two like electrical wires that if you hit, you just die going vertically across the stage. So you make the, the long piece of five on the bottom, but it's still hitting the top. So you have the other person like make almost like an umbrella with their boxes and then you, they walk over to you and you stand with them and you walk to the side and you walk to the end. And this is just the first eight levels, and even at the end of the demo when they're showing, you know, other levels for, like, four seconds, five and seconds. And they're quick levels, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the first time you play it, it might take, like, two minutes, three minutes maybe. But we went through after we finished the game, and we got, you know, we got the maximum number of, of uh, you know, the maximum ranking on every level. And, you know, playing through a level and you knew what you were doing, maybe 45 seconds, if that. But it looks like there's a lot more to offer in the game, and I know they said this is the biggest Box Boy game. Yeah, do you remember how many levels there are? It's like 300-something, I think. Yeah, there's over 270. Yeah. So, I'm, and for only $10, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'll buy this game, and I'm excited to play through it with her. But before I do that, I'm going to play a different game that I also had on a demo, which Yoku. I loved so much game. I love this game Choo-choo so much. Train. Yeah, Yoku's Island Express. I played the demo the next day, I went out and bought a physical copy of this game. I, like, I just... So, I've seen the, like, the the art of this game. Yeah. And, I don't know, the art just, like, never, like, popped to me. I was just like, oh, it looks I'll say weird. this. It didn't pop for me either, but, like, when I actually started playing the game and, like, watching the world move, I was so much more captivated than I thought I'd be. The music is also really, really cute. Oh, this is the game that you were playing. That was just playing when you guys got when here. When we walked in, yeah. Yeah. So it's a Metroidvania, for people who don't know. Uh, Yoku's Island Express is a Metroidvania, but it's pinball. So Yoku is a bug, and he has a little, like a, essentially a golf ball that he's always attached to. And you, you walk around the map, and you, you push the ball. You know, but you get to areas, and the L and R sticks are just, you know, they're pinball levers. And you get to an area, and you knock the ball up, and you know Yoku's just kind of hanging by a string, and you're just knocking the the pin, you know the uh, the golf ball around, and you're picking up fruit, which is like the currency for everything, and you're unlocking things. And there's a lot of collectibles. There's a lot of like little tasks you have to do, you know, while completing the main story. From what I've heard, the game is actually not very long. I've heard. If you know what you're doing, you can 100% the game in maybe 10 to 15 hours. I feel like this would get old after a little while. Yeah, I think from what I've seen, like the part we're at, and I'm pretty sure it's, you know, the main the main plot of the game is you need to, you know, find the three dudes and bring them back to the main town. And then there's probably like a fourth area you have to go to. And, you know, last night I think we played two hours of the game and we got the first dude and brought him in. And when I started up the game today, it said 17% complete. You know, I don't think that's a bad thing to have this game go on too long. Like you said, I kind of look at it like Child of Light, where I'm like, this is something interesting and different, but I don't want it to overstay its welcome. Right. And I, from what I'm seeing so far, I'm still really enjoying the experience. And as I can definitely tell, I'm getting better because, 
you go back to areas that you 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 start at the beginning of the game and like you know i'm trying to fill up this like little post boxes all across the island there's 30 of them and later in the game you like get an access to like a room full of letters and you're just basically going to every mailbox and stuffing as many letters as you can and going back to some of the earlier parts of the game and stuffing those mailboxes that i've seen things that would take me you know maybe 30 to 45 seconds to get through like you know the puzzle on the that part of like the pinball board to get to the next area don't take nearly as long because you're getting better and some of the more difficult parts of the game involve you know you have more than just yoku getting hit around with pinball board like there was something that was doing like a challenge where you had to go from like board a to like an upper board where you'd pick up a coconut and you had to take that that to a different upper board and hit the coconut into a ball and then like you're you're juicing the coconuts you need to do that three times it's like really hard but it's not hard it's not hard because if you screw up yoku dies you know it's hard because you're trying to do other things i think that's one of the things i really like you know even if you fall on a level the the penalty quote unquote for messing up is like losing four fruit which you could probably pick up before you even get back to where you were you are when you die like it just doesn't matter yeah which is which is smart because i mean i like pinball like i really enjoy pinball i've always wanted to actually own like a physical pinball table Mm -hmm. but i'm not very good at it (laughs) so playing this game you know it's not it's not requiring me to be a pinball wizard Mm -hmm. but it's it's still enjoyable and not super demanding if you screw up right so i'm i'm really liking it i imagine either by next week or the following week i'll have this done the only reason i wouldn't is because i'm not playing it i'm only playing it at home mm-hmm. so it's it's definitely worth it to try the demo because the demo is literally the first maybe 15 to 20 minutes of the game like it's from the beginning of the game until you get to like the first like not a, i'd say mini boss maybe of of sorts like a challenge area and once you get to that challenge area in the game where you'd get to the actual title screen, that's where it stops. And I think it gives you just enough information to be like, oh yeah, I want to play this game or not. So if you haven't downloaded the Yoku demo, I really would recommend it. One thing I will say though, the game's very hard to find physically. Like a physical edition of this game. Oh, yeah? I don't know if it was Limited Run who did it or something like that, but oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, it was Limited Run. Okay, because that makes a lot more sense because I was like, Amazon, the cheapest one was like $51. No, that could be and like Target has it for like $25, $26. And, you know, I got it on GameStop used for $20. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, if you buy it digitally, you buy it digitally. I'm just, for me, this is a game that Sarah was interested in when the Switch Mini or whatever comes out, she's getting her own Switch and I want, you know, to be able to have games like that that both of us are interested in as physical copies especially right so right hmm? what you would want two physical copies of it no i'm saying i want a physical copy because if i say okay i'm done playing yoku and she says oh well i want to play yoku oh okay you know i could just give her the the cartridge right and that's you know that's important yeah i have to buy two copies of animal crossing that's not (laughs) that's not up for discussion well she could buy her own copy oh she well no she is i'm just saying we'll have two copies on my show oh okay (laughs) It'll probably be one of the only games there'll be two copies of, but mm-hmm. you know it's important. You know it's important. Gotta have you gotta have the gotta have the physical edition, right? You know, I I mean, I I don't I don't think so. I don't think you need it, not especially not for a game like this. But you know, if you're one of those households that's you know a more a multiple Switch household and you don't want to buy the same game more than once, if you yes, that's all. Also, you know, I'm a sucker for physical media. Oh, I know. <laughs> But that's actually all I've been playing. Yes, so let's go into our um, very limited news of sure. this week for the next 
10 minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to give, uh, so as I said, we're recording on Tuesday, which is April 23rd. Uh, tomorrow at 7.30 JST, which is 6.30 a.m. here in the States on the East Coast. Persona 5 is doing, or Atlas is doing its Persona 5 it's concert 630 series. 6.30 a.m. here? 6.30, it's 7.30 p.m. their time, which is 6.30 a.m. our time. Oh, cool. So by the time I get to work, I'll be able to look at how, cool. Yeah. So tomorrow is the first. It's two days. So Persona 5 R is getting some kind of announcement tomorrow. Hooray. So, so if it's a release for another announcement, you'll see me on the Pink Gold Peace Twitter feed, you know, having a conniption. It won't be. I hope it won't be. Like, at this point, it can't. It can't. No, it can't. It can't. And then the Persona, other one, however, maybe. But not Persona one. 5 S will be announced on Wednesday, which will be the following day. And that one, or not Wednesday, on Thursday, the following day, which I'm hope. I mean, it's it's essentially all but confirmed it's a Switch release, right? Like, it's no. S. I mean, everyone I've talked to is like, well, it's gotta be. It, like, it's gotta be, but... Don't get me wrong. If it's not it, I won't necessarily be surprised. There is a cruel, there is a cruel part of me that just, like, is like, don't let it be. No, so here's the thing. Atlas has to do this. You want to know why? Because Redout is releasing, right? The game I said, it's like, Redout's finally getting a release date. Yeah, but it's one of these games that was announced when the Switch came out, and it never has, we've never heard anything about it since. So now that Redout's coming out, they're gonna be like, hey, didn't... Shin Megami Tensei Five get announced for the Switch at some point? They're like, no, no, just give them Persona. They'll forget about Shin Megami Tensei Five. <laughs> it's it's all it's all a plot. Well, Shin Megami Tensei Five isn't coming out on anything else, is it? I, think I don't think it Switch. is, but we've heard nothing since yeah, they said, they said Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming to Switch summer 2018, and we've never heard anything mm-hmm. since. Part of me thinks they were like, hey, you want to put Joker in Smash Bros? Okay, cool. You want Persona Five on Switch? Okay, cool. SMT5, just put that on the back burner. We'll get Joker in Smash. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, by the time you hear this, hopefully you'll know the news. You know, that's going to be very... It's very exciting. I want it to not come on Switch, get a definitive version on PS4, and then when we talk about what we've been playing, I'll tell you all about playing Persona 5 on PS4. Well, I mean, Persona 5R is likely going to be, because a lot of the... No, I know. Yeah, the re- know. remake enhanced versions have the female protagonist. That was the same. I think it was the same thing it's for Persona 4. It's not a female protagonist. It's a new character. I thought we did. I that we... redhead, she's a new character. She's a new character. She's a new character. She's not okay. a female protagonist. Well, I mean, she could be a female protagonist as someone. Isn't that I mean, female she may be a playable player? character, but she is I know she's not necessarily not... the she same. She is not the female version of Joker. Yes. Well, from what I understand, the remake of Persona 4 wasn't... Like, it's not a girl version of the main guy, but he replaces, she replaces the main character in, like, a replay of the game or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I just, apparently this is common for them. They're like, oh, we're going to re-release the game with bonus content with a female protagonist. Like, that's a thing. Gotcha. From what I understand. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, listen. Persona 5, I'm into it. I'm excited. I know you are. You know what? I also, I follow Zero on Twitter, and he's been raving about this game for days. (laughs) What? Like, Persona 5? Because, yeah, he was playing it... I mean, everyone adores that game. Yeah, and for someone like me, I'm like, okay, it's a JRPG, and it's, like, super anime? Yes. Hit me up. And plus, I mean, I've not played Persona 4, but I've essentially been done a Let's Play of Persona 4. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Matt, do you have any other news? Because I'm, like, looking through my stuff, and I don't think I I had anything else. Four other pieces of news. Number one. Shiny Meltan returns to Pokemon Go on April 24th. Oh, yeah. I um, I just didn't care about it the first time, but now I want it. 
Yeah, I, I kind of do too. I don't have Mel Metal anymore. I never got a Mel Metal. So yeah. I got one. Um, Epic Games is having an Avengers crossover with Fortnite. Puyo Puyo Champions is coming out on May 7th. Yeah, I saw $10. this. Yeah, oh, really? Only 10 bucks. $10. Okay, now I got me a little more interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Matt said to us before we started, Puyo Puyo Championship's coming out. I was like, screw Puyo Puyo. But for ten dollars, because I'm I, if I'm playing Puyo Puyo, I'm playing Doctor Robotics Mean Bean Machine on Sonic Mania, because there's just the mode where you just play it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I like I like Puyo Puyo. Yeah, it's an interesting game. I'm just terrible at it, honestly. I I am so bad at Puyo Puyo. When I play when I play Puyo Puyo Tetris with Rob, I know that the Puyo Puyo part is the part where I can get ahead, because he sucks at Puyo Puyo. Yes, he does. But I don't. This is coming from the man who, New Year's 2017 into 2018, said he was going to train in the mountains for a year. And I did. And that's why we didn't play Puyo Puyo Tetris in 2018, 2019. But I still lost when when the year was up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the UI is like exactly the same as Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. Like it, lo- it looks just like it. Yeah, the characters are the exact same. The, yeah, the, I mean, they're the same characters, same UI. Um, anyway... Last thing I got for you is that the um the Switch revised version rumors took another spiral like just before we started recording because so a while ago like a week or so ago a week or two ago I think it was two weeks right Wall Street Journal thing no so that happened yeah that was more than two weeks ago that was a while ago and then one or two weeks ago um they were like all right here's what's gonna happen the who was they um the internet the internet as a collective leaks. So the same people who are saying Persona 5 S is coming to Switch. No, no, no. This, this, <laughs> there were more sources behind this. I just don't remember what they are. Okay. Um, they were, I mean, I'm not saying they were credible sources. I'm just saying... Okay, that, as long as you're, as you're prefacing that's that. Not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that... Um, sources of some denomination. I mean, it, it was some kind of a journal. I just Not a journal, but like some kind of journalism website. I just don't remember which one. Was saying um, that the... Revi- like the Switch Pro was pushed back to 2020, and the Switch Mini was coming out in tw- in autumn 2019. Yes. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Remember? Yeah. Um. Now Bloomberg was like, "Hold up, the Switch Mini is coming out at the end of June, and the upgraded Switch is coming out later this year." Interesting. So, so I just, saying... like I don't believe anything anymore, and no. I don't care. I'm just waiting for E3, and Nintendo will tell me. Yep. That's what you gotta do. I I would be amazed at this point if we got a release in June, especially if we don't get a Nintendo Direct before June. Right, exactly. Which, listen, listen, I want to believe this fantasy world where not only does the Switch Mini come out in June, but we also get another Direct before E3. <laughs> we are not getting another Direct before Maybe, E3. well, you said a Mini Direct, possibly a Mini Direct for, for uh, Mario. Oh, for Mario, but yeah. they're not going to announce a new hardware. No, they would never announce a new that. hardware in a Mini Direct. Um, and it's like, you know, I don't remember what day in June Nintendo's conference is. Uh, I don't remember either. Although, they were posting about I know Square Enix was posting about theirs. Yeah, uh, theirs is June 10th, I think. Okay. Um, but I don't think that they could... They could... I don't think that they could, um, announce a new console mid-June, and then two weeks later release it. No, there, we would know that's, by now. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, You kidding? Either, GameStop would have a conniption. Where would they pre-order? First of all, that. Um, but <laughs> also, 
um, like one some outlet would have accidentally leaked it. You know what I mean? Oh, like yes. Walmart would have screwed it up. You know, Best Buy would have accidentally shown it off or something like that. Yeah, it's like don't get me wrong. Like this would be a big deal, and they'd want to keep it a secret and keep it under wraps. But like. The only reason that Smash Ultimate didn't have any leaks is because the people who work at Nintendo who weren't working on Smash Brothers didn't know anything about Smash Brothers. Like, I know. The, all, that one studio was under an NDA, and they couldn't even talk with their coworkers about and it. And I mean, I think that's what's going to happen with the rest of the characters. You know, you we are like we can speculate all we want. We are never going to know. Yeah. Until I feel out. like that's going to happen. But listen, if you're making an entirely new version of your hardware, that's a little bit harder to hide on account of the fact that Literally, someone in a factory is making them, right. and you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it whenever it does announce. You know, someday, someday it'll come out eventually. It'll come out when it's ready. Yeah, but um, that's our show, folks. Yeah, that's that's all we have. I mean, listen, we we gave you guys a more in depth look at what we've been playing. We have our little we have a little mini difficulty discussion. That's our opinion on the topic for the time being. Right, that comes up from time to time. So if you want to, you know, let you have an argument with your friends, you want to lay some pink gold people's wisdom on them. This is the episode to play. Wisdom. And listen, opinions. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. I know our opinions are shit. <laughs> I our opinions are shit. I'm just saying they are opinions. Yes, they are wise opinions. Wise. Wise with air quotes. Again, you can't we can't air quote a podcast without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh Matt, do you have a fun fact for today? Yes I do. Okay, tell me about it. Kids, when you eat jelly beans, remember that they are not real beans and you cannot make fried beans with them. You cannot make baked beans with them. They are jelly beans. They are candy. Thank you. Interesting. My fun fact. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask. I don't want to. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. My fun fact is that everyone should right now go into their Nintendo Switch, go into Smash Brothers, go into Stage Builders, and search the following ID. I promise you, it's worth it. G W three D Y two D T. That's Game Wario three Diablo Delta. Yvital. Yvital 2. Dakota. Truck. Toyota. <laughs> Toyota. There's not a second T at the end there. I just said that. Yeah. Check it out. Matt, without saying anything, this is the stage I just asked these people to go into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like to thank Rob for editing our episode. Like thanks Rick Records for making our opening. Made our opening. Uh, if you want to contact us, reach out to us at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com or pinkgoldpeeps or on Twitter. Or just bash me on, on Gmail. Yeah, well, no, just. That's that's pretty much the only thing the Gmail's for. Yeah, that's what it's, That's why we made it. That's why we made this whole podcast. We were like, someone's going to attack Matt, Some, Someone's it's going to be funny. Yeah, that was the whole plan. That was the whole thing. Oh, yep. as soon as someone does it, we're going to stop. Yep, that's like, it. That's, that's going to be the end of the yeah. podcast. But until someone does, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Yeah, we're, you know, we're planning to eventually move to other podcast uh, platforms. But, you know, tell us which ones you want us to go to first. Uh, anyway, though, uh, Matt, do you have anything else for us before we leave? Um, no, except uh, just so everybody knows, I do have one last piece of news which is that Kingdom Hearts 3 Critical Mode drops at 10 o'clock tonight. There is number four. 
Fine. You know, I'm not going to set you up because okay. um, Team Sonic Racing is coming out uh, the first week of uh, the third week of May. I'm very excited. Uh, you know, uh, can you tell me which racer I'm going to be using? It's the one with three little guys that they drive in a car together. Do you know what those little creatures? Chows. Chow! There you go. <laughs>